Okay, we're all set. Well, welcome to everyone. Um, this is the last uh, teleseminar for 2023, and it's our holiday uh, teleseminar. I love to do this at the end of the year during the holiday season because um, when I first heard um, about this from um, listening to Sydney Banks, it really moved me. But before we get started, um, I'm going to talk a bit uh, about the topic and then uh, open it up to hear from people who are on the call today. Uh, this is really a meeting that I always wanted to have um, interactive and wanted to hear from you and talk together about either this understanding or today's topic or any questions you might have about Sydney Banks teachings or the principles. So, so welcome. Um, again, before we dive into the topic today, wanted to remind everyone I will be starting my um, annual um, Missing Link book group that'll run, that will run through the 2024 year. Um, and uh, we read a chapter each month and we go through the year uh, looking deeply into Sid's teachings in The Missing Link. So if you're interested, um, just email me at drdrmarkhoward at comcast.net. Uh, if you're getting emails about today's teleseminar, you will get the announcement also about my Missing Link book group. It's really um, a beautiful uh, experience and um, rich with uh, realizations and insights. Well, anyhow, let's get started. Um, so many years ago during the holiday season, um, I picked up a, an audio tape that Sid had, had made. Um, and uh, in it, he was talking about the fact that um, during the holiday season, um, the feelings people usually drop in, um, like generosity, um, uh, feeling blessed, the state of grace, love, understanding, which uh, people, in a way, use the holiday feelings as an excuse to have more of those feelings. He said, you can have them all year round. And uh, again, uh, in the early days of learning about the principles and his teachings, that really hit me deeply. I didn't know that, you know, because I was still looking um, around the fact that circumstances or certain events of life really were responsible for the feelings I was having. I was just beginning to realize that the feelings uh, that I was experiencing was coming from the way I was thinking. That thought and feelings are the same, they're equal. Um, and so when he shared that we can have these feelings all year round, I just knew it was true and I, I just started to look in the possibility um, that the feelings I was having as I was go looking to find something to give to 
my my wife or my son or my friends, that feeling um, wasn't just reserved for the holidays. Here in the States, it starts around what we call Thanksgiving, which again is being grateful, right? So the feelings start then and go through the year. But isn't that fascinating? Isn't it moving to know that these beautiful feelings um, of gratitude, generosity, uh, thinking beyond yourself, thinking of someone else, uh, being in grace, you know, because there is a state of grace through some parts of this holiday season, is yours for the asking, for the taking, uh, all your life. So that really rang true, and I started to look into living with the fact of that. Um, but isn't that wonderful to know? And now, again, you know, I'm not overlooking or denying that um, this may be an, a, a time of year where people get into Uh, some difficult emotions, but even then, um, and in respect for that for people, even then, understanding that there really is a state of mind beyond being troubled during this time of the year is very hopeful. So I'm not ignoring that people, some people find this very difficult. But what I also want to add to that is beyond that difficulty is these beautiful feelings and the wisdom in these feelings that can help you and all of us live beyond our our um, troubled thinking. Now, it may even, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, there there's a lot of jokes and so forth by comics about, going to family around this time of year, you know, as if that's a difficult thing. But again, if you go to whatever it is you're going to through these years, uh, through this season, you know, uh, it could be an office gathering, um, uh, some social, or it could be family. So honestly, the way you think about it is going to affect you. That's what's going to take you away from going into those occasions uh, in a feeling of well-being and understanding. And um, you know, you 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 know, if you've been in the understanding of Sidney Banks' teachings and the principles, you've heard examples of this. I know when I was learning that first year, a dear friend of mine who was attending SID seminars with me um, was going home for this holiday, and he at first was dreading it because he and his father always got into some conflict over almost anything. They're watching sports. They get arguing about that. So, uh, So he was dreading it, but he also had the understanding that thought and the way he was thinking about it was causing the dread. 
you you see, was causing causing him to be dreadful. He was already, um, you know, uh, creating how the future will be through the power of thought. And he was starting to realize that. So he went off uh, back home, you know, and um, when I saw him again in the new year, uh, as we were attending another uh, seminar in, in January of the new year, he told me about how um, he really had a wonderful time with his father. And as we talked about it, what he said was he was driving uh, up to the family home. And what we had been learning, that these beautiful feelings are there for you. And that the way you are thinking about your circumstances can either allow you to embrace them or take you further away from them. He was kind of reflecting on that. And then he just realized, you know, what we've all talked about in these podcasts and teleseminars, what he realized, what we were learning at the time, was this idea of separate realities. His father, from his his you know, growing up, his father had learned beliefs about life that um, affected the way he acted in life. He had learned and had certain preferences and beliefs about life that led him to uh, always want to be right. So my friend saw this. And when he saw that, it just occurred to him. It wasn't like he was practicing anything. Um, but when it occurred to him, he saw that he had a lot of understanding about his father because his father really was doing the same thing he was doing, my friend was doing, and all of us were doing, and that is, you know, um, creating our experience from the way we think, acting from our thinking and our beliefs. When he saw that with understanding, um, what I wanted to talk with you today about in the words of today, he saw that his father's actions, he saw them more impersonal. It was less personal because he had the understanding all of us are the same, using our thinking, uh, in a, you know, being caught in certain qualities of thinking, and then we're acting from that thinking as if it's real. That's what his father was doing. His father hadn't heard of Sidney Banks, hadn't attended seminars. So how is he to understand anything that would make him different? But my friend said, um, throughout the three days, he kept coming back to this understanding. And he was able to be with his father uh, without arguments. His father was the same. But my friend's understanding protected him from his usual habitual thinking. Now, my friend said it would come to mind, but he uh, realized it for what it was and was able to help himself settle down back to this understanding. And so um, I just share that story uh, because um, 
as I said, I don't want to ignore that for some people this is a difficult time of the year and also family gatherings look may look difficult for some people. But again, what you want to do and you're looking at that, if that's the case for you, is to see that the difficulty is really from the way you're thinking about uh, how your family's acting or how your um, colleagues in a in like a holiday party are acting. You're, if you could understand that they are acting from the, the, the kinds of thinking that's in their minds, you will have a different experience than if you sit in judgment or thoughts or take it very personal. So I just wanted to clarify that, because, but I want to go back to the fact that the feelings you get through this um, holiday season are yours. They're no one else's. It's not the season. It's yours. And as I listen more to Sydney Banks and deepen my understanding, um, I realize from his guidance that these are the feelings we're really meant to live in. We're really meant to live in these feelings. They don't just come to us because we're out in the mall or at a retail store, you know, buying a gift for someone we care about, you know. They're not contained in there. They're in you. And they come in alive when you dismiss your troubled thinking. And you get into a thinking of being generous or thoughtful for someone or you're grateful. Um, uh, so that's the, the biggie here is that that's what really, um, that really moved me was, oh man, I was giving too much credit to these holiday, to the holiday season as like somehow containing these beautiful feelings. And when I'm in the holiday season, I get some of that. You see, I realize, no, that's not true at all. They're in me. They're in me. And so I started to look for them throughout the year. You know, I started to um, realize different ways of noticing that the only thing in the way of living in those feelings were my habitual thoughts, thoughts that disturbed me. You know, maybe my comparisons of myself with a successful friend or maybe my self-criticism or doubt or maybe my being judgmental about my colleagues, all of that were really robbing me of living in these beautiful feelings. Um, an image that came to me around this um, during that period of time as I was learning how to share this understanding with um, my patients that I was seeing in the medical center uh, was an image of, um, you know, I I did my uh, PhD work in the Midwest of Canada, which is like our Midwest during the winter. 
and so um, it's cold. And um, we had um, a, a river that ran through our university campus, and uh, it was called the Red River. And uh, during winter, it would freeze. So it was so solid, people would cross-country ski from their homes down the river to the university, things like that. Now, if you didn't understand, like I guess you would call it um, chemistry or something like that, you wouldn't, just looking at the frozen river, you wouldn't believe that there was actually water flowing under that ice because you're fooled by the ice. But if you know water is flowing under the ice and you want to um, get in contact with it, you would do like the ice fisher people do. You know, they drill holes and go fishing. And so to me, that was an early image of, you know, the river flowing is that these beautiful feelings of the holiday season are always always uh, flowing in us. And um, the reason it doesn't look like it has to do with the, our thinking forming that ice over the flow of these feelings and fooling us. Um, so that we look at our thinking and that looks um, real to us and it, it kind of brings us away from the fact that we have these beautiful feelings flowing through us 24-7 throughout the year. So um, so that's what I wanted to share with you, the beauty of realizing that um, the feelings that arise in most of us through this season from time to time are there for us throughout the year. And as Sid also said, in these beautiful feelings of, you know, like gratitude, love, understanding, and so forth, is the wisdom to guide us to live more in these feelings. You see, we're meant to live in these feelings. Another thing Sid said about this and these feelings that, again, you know, just fascinates me to I know it's true, and so when I know it's true, I just keep looking to live more deeply with the understanding he's presenting. But he said, um, the most unnatural state for human beings is unhappiness. The most unnatural state of human beings is unhappiness. Happiness is how we're meant to live. That's our purpose, is to find those beautiful feelings and live in the flow of those feelings. Now, isn't that powerful? You know, um, when I was trapped by my ha habits of thought, um, I thought, you know, um, being troubled or you know, um, feeling pressure or uh, seeing that my colleagues were doing wrong was um, okay to live in. 
the unhappiness those thoughts were giving me, you know, I was right. <laughs> and so uh, I, it, it made, you know, that it looked like that's the state I should be living in at times, you know. But when I woke up to um, that my thinking of my colleagues was why I was um, getting judgmental. Um, and when I started to wake up these beautiful feelings, I started to see, wait a minute here, I had it all wrong. I had it backwards. It's innocent, you know, we grow up uh, learning to, um, you know, be distressed. But it's not natural. We're not meant to live unhappy. Um, we are meant to live in the beautiful feelings that come to us more often and maybe even more deeply around the holiday season. And the, and what, what helps is to realize that the only thing that is in the way of living more of your day in these feelings is the way you're using thought the way you think. Your thinking and feelings go together. Your feelings are a reaction to your thinking, not a reaction to the circumstances around you. Because as you live in more beautiful feelings, uh, the thoughts you have about your circumstances have a great deal of more understanding goodwill, um, and um, I guess generosity, you see. So what also um, helped me a great deal is to see there's only one thing in the way, the way I think. Uh, no biggie, nothing wrong. It's just that that's the only thing that moves me into unhappiness rather than appreciating happiness. And um, there's nothing to do about that, really. And it's not about changing the thinking that comes to your mind, which is kind of impossible to do. It's just recognizing this truth that has awakened in me through Sid's words that I'm sharing with you. Um, and just sit with them. I was talking with someone that I was mentoring earlier today, and um, we were talking about, you know, something occurred to him as we were talking that was really helpful. And then he says, what do you do with this now that I found this? Uh, uh, how do I keep it, you know? And I said, well, really, when we were talking, something made sense to you, something resonated with you. Just let it percolate. Just let it be. Don't try to intellectually understand it or grab it to keep it. Um, just let it be with you. Because as you can just be quietly appreciative that you found something that made sense and keep your intellect out of it, 
this deeper resource in us, this wisdom, this spiritual wisdom, gives it to us. Some At some point in the future, it could be a day later, it could be um, uh, a week later. He was talking about how it happens sometimes for him when he's in the shower. I talked about how when I was jogging, um, I would get something uh, from what had awakened to me without, you know, it just occur in my mind. I would just see it with more clarity. And that's how it is for you today. If this is making sense to you and resonating with you, um, just let it percolate. Um, the wisdom of mind that we are all a part of will start to give you more clarity about this. It will just occur to you, just like it did with my friend. He said, I didn't know what to do with my father until I, I was close driving down the neighborhood. And then all of a sudden, it occurred to me. Wisdom gave him uh, how to use the understanding he that was percolating in him from attending Sid seminars. You see? So that's what's on tap for us as we just embrace the fact that um, these beautiful feelings are ours to live in and leave it alone without trying to live in them, uh, things will occur to us about living more in them. We may see more clearly um, a certain way of thinking that moves us toward unhappiness. And we may see more clearly that it's really just the thinking about the situation you're in that's moving you to unhappiness. That's it. Seeing that with more clarity will give you a way to come back to the feelings of happiness and well-being. Well, I shared a lot with you today on this topic. Um, and so I just want to check in with all of you. There's a, a chance here for you to share or ask questions. You know, we could talk about anything. Um, if you had something you wanted to share about your understanding of the principles or if you had a question about today or you wanted to share about the topic, let's just do that together. For those of you who have listened to the past teleseminars or podcasts, you'll see that when people share, it takes us even to a deeper feeling. So first, I just want to stop here and check in with all of you. If you have something you'd like to share or a question, uh, hit star two on your phone. And then uh, I'll see that you want to share something and I'll unmute you. So just hit star two on your phone. And let's just talk together. How about um, Marina from Vancouver? Do you have anything that you'd like to share? 
you could hit star two on your phone. Okay, um, I'll check back in. Um, um, we have a good number of people on the call today, so I, I do want to make sure that uh, we get a chance to hear from people. Um, well, let's go back. You know, let's just stay with our theme. I don't want to go into too much detail because I want us to just see if we could stay with, you know, these really beautiful feelings. But, you know, it was really helpful to um, understand that um, these feelings are really with us everywhere we go in life uh, or in a day. And... Um, we we get to feel them more when we give ourselves excuses um, to feel them, like shopping. Shopping for a lot of people, they let go of their, you know, struggling thinking, and they begin, when you do that, you get into nice feelings. And so people think, well, shopping makes me feel good. Well... It makes you feel good because you let in the beautiful feelings that are already there for you. Um, well, Marina, hi. You did uh, raise your hand. So, hi, nice to have you here on the call. Uh, hi, Mark. Um, I have a question. Um, well, sometimes, uh, like, families are really different. And uh, when there is a family gathering, uh, Christmas or birthdays or whatever, uh, family gathering uh, and uh, family sitting uh, together and talks. Uh, there are some family members that um, uh, like they make some kind of remarks about the person and they make some kind of uh, comments or uh, they basically uh, like try to press other people's buttons and uh, yeah. create a reaction in them. And it's really difficult not to react. Or, like, what I noticed is that um, you said that we create our thinking, and I agree with that. It's just some people try to plant certain thoughts into other people's minds. Like, for example, you're not good enough or yes. uh, something else. And um, uh, other people and family often join on that. And uh, when a person grown up with this kind of, family and this type of behavior that it was always uh, uh, something was uh, uh, when they try to plant some other thoughts about the person in this person had it's kind of difficult not have the thinking about it that it's negative and when um, some family members have like a goal to put another family members down um, like how do you deal with that like how do you uh, because I understand that it's their opinion, and uh, it could be true, could be not true, whatever, right? And most likely it's not true. Um, 
it just for the person affected by that. It's difficult not to get affected. How how to deal with that? Well, that's a beautiful question, Marina. I want to take a little time with it because there's a several uh, parts of this understanding that could be helpful. Um, first, you could see that First, I'm going to take it away from just the family gathering. You could see that a human being growing up with people having sharing those thoughts about them would begin to um, think of themselves the same way. That's how we form our habits. Um, but, what, uh, but again, uh, what helps human beings who um, have been raised in thinking like that about themselves what helps them is to realize that that's just ideas that people had that were uh, they're they're not they're just ways that you learn to think about yourself as a habit and um, once you can recognize well that's just my that's just learned thinking that's not true about me you drop into these beautiful feelings uh, we could talk more about that, and I have in other teleseminars. But if you're going to a family gathering, and that happens, first, um, there's the understanding we're talking about today that helps your mind. It helps your mind. And the understanding is to, is to see first that um, the people that are uh like criticizing someone or putting someone down they are in a terrible state of mind they're they're not in a good state of mind they have uh, probably uh, negative thinking about themselves as well so they uh, maybe there in the family gathering, dropped into uh, uncomfortable feelings, anxious feelings, uh, depressed feelings. And so um, that looks like the thing to do. That's what they do. That's what people do when they're caught up in trouble thinking is they, you know, blame the outside. They act out in these ways toward other people. So you want to see that um, that the family members that are doing this um, are the same as us. They're using thinking to act in this way, just like we use thinking. Uh, but they're in a lot of trouble thinking the, that they would uh, talk this way to other people. You see, people who are in nice feelings and they're happy do not hurt the feelings of another person. So that's the understanding you want to have. Not in a blame way. You just want to have understanding that these family members are caught up in difficult th thoughts. Uh, and so they're acting from them. So that takes care of you. Now, if you're um, sitting in, in, if you're able to stay kind of 
keep your bearings about you with this understanding. Let's say a person's able to just keep their understanding and well-being and their certainty with them during this time. You could say something assertively. Because, see, you also have the gift of thought that tells you this is not, this behavior is making somebody feel bad. So having understanding that the people that are doing this are coming from their own kind of bad place doesn't doesn't mean that you um, deny or ignore uh, what you're seeing through your through thought, how it affects people. That's why you're given thought. So you could see uh, life in front of you and how it is unfolding. Um, but you don't want to use seeing that so you get disturbed. That's why this understanding, which is more, which is the truth, allows us to not get so disturbed by what we see. Now, with that, you could respond assertively. You could choose to respond assertively. Um, if it's directed to me, um, if I have my bearings about me and my understanding, I could say something like, I don't like the, the way you're talking to me. Or I could say, please don't talk to me this way. You see? Uh, or I don't want to have you uh, share that about me. Um, if you see it in another person, uh, if it makes sense for you to, you could say the same thing. You know, Jimmy or Joe, I don't like the way you're speaking to to uh, Steve. Who knows, you know? You could, if it seems like that makes sense for you, you could say that. That's what we talk about is communicating assertively. Because through thought, people see that other people are either mistreating them or mistreating a, a friend or somebody close to them. And if you have understanding, remember the impersonal? If you're able to keep it from taking it personal and reacting to it, you could respond assertively. You could say um, many things that, I don't know what would come to you. Uh, you could redirect it. Uh, enough of that. Let's go back to opening gifts or, or eating dinner or listening to music. But you have this capacity that becomes available to you when you can see the impersonal nature of people treating one another this way. Again, it's not excusing it. It's keeping you in a place where um, you don't get into reaction. So if you're not in reaction, then the wisdom of mind is there for you to help you, I don't know, think about the best way to react. You may choose to stay quiet. You may choose to bring it up later. But the main thing is, if you could see it with understanding, it helps you 
uh, stay kind of with your with your um, bearings about you, with your clarity about you, rather than getting reactive to it. And then that's the best state for you to hear from wisdom about how you might want to handle it. Um, again, you know, it's really important to see that you have the gift of thought to see things. Um, but how you use that will then either get you in reaction or get you in a place where wisdom can guide you about how to take care of this. Um, so what you want is the understanding of what we talked about today so that you are empowered. If you are in thinking about it from being judgmental, you lose your empowerment. You get reactive. But if you see these people could not do anything than what they're doing because of the way uh, they're thinking, just like you and I, we're the same. Uh, fortunately, we don't um, use our thinking that way, but they are. That understanding protects you from getting reactive, but you can still see there's a wrong here. So I hope that helped you. It was a long answer, Marina, and um, thank you for, for, for bringing in that question. It was really helpful. And, and thank you for being here on um, the podcast, Teleseminar. Anyone else with a question or something you want to share? Just hit star two uh, on your phone. Well, it's beautiful to be with you and to be able to bring this topic uh, to our lives and to be together with you, um, looking to the natural state uh, that we're meant to live in, to begin to just explore it together and um, just kind of reflect on it and see that um, that possibility. And um, and to also enjoy the holiday season even more. Because you see, um, you can just see that uh, these are times when you may be thinking of uh, being generous. You may be think, being thoughtful about other human beings. You may be in a feeling of grace. You may be in Thanksgiving. So uh, it allows you to embrace them even more and uh, and then see where that takes you for this holiday season. Um, so it was um, really wonderful to be with all of you today. Um, and I hope this was helpful as you go into the remainder of this year and uh, come into a new year. Um, again, you know, you'll all receive uh, this recording either 
with the availability of you of you going to to the telecast teleseminar or uh, as a podcast you could carry it with you as a podcast remember i'm going to offer um a my year long uh, three uh, missing link book group uh if you're interested in the details email me at drmarkhoward@comcast.net i wish all of you wonderful holidays and a happy new year and we'll see you all back in january in the next teleseminar have a wonderful rest of the month bye